Your workout wear needs a detergent as active as you are. Wynn Sports Detergent removes sweat, oils, bacteria, and salts from any laundry so it feels and smells fresh as new. Save 20% off any Wynn products on Amazon using code AMRGOWIN. That's all one word. Limit one redemption per customer. Again, the code on Amazon is AMRGOWIN. A-M-R-G-O-W-I-N. Welcome to AMR Trains, a podcast about training and racing in endurance sports. I'm Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. Today, we're talking about what everyone else is is talking about, the coronavirus. So far, the pandemic has been the cause of countless running races, cycling events, and early season triathlons being postponed or canceled. I just got an email, the one that says that we're monitoring the situation from Iron Horse, the bike ride that I'm supposed to do in late May in Colorado, and my heart sunk a little bit. I totally get it, but it's still hard to know that that thing you've been anticipating might or definitely will not happen. There are plenty of options, though, and today we want to talk through one of them with Megan. Oh my gosh, Megan, I uh, should, Vanasek, is that you how you pronounce it? it? Yes. I got it. Job. Okay. <laughs> I got all your I'm other details. And then... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Megan is a mother of four. She's got um, a 10 year old, a seven and a half year old and four year old twins. And her family lives in Durham, North Carolina. And she was all ready to run the tobacco road marathon when it was canceled. Making lemons out of lemonade, Megan took on her own 26.2 on a Saturday morning and is here to tell us how she did it. So welcome, Megan. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Well, and so um, first of all, we have to say that we shared your post. You you were in the Train Like a Mother 26.2 Go the Distance program. Um, So that's how you trained for the Tobacco Road. And you put up this post saying you did it yourself. And I was like, oh, can I share it on AMR? And we put it on our Instagram account. We put it on our Facebook account. And people just praised you to the high heavens, (laughs) understandably, right? It was very cool. And I think that you really inspired some people to try it on their own. So congratulations on that. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that, you know, it resonated with people. You know, I just, I wanted to get it done. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so so first of all, back up before we get to the actual, you know, miles. um, How did your training cycle go? Like, did you feel prepared to take on a marathon? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I chose to do the, the go the distance was just, which is the full run. Um, cause I did the half marathon training last year and I chose the run walk program cause I was kind of a new runner. Um, sure. but on race day, I, I guess I surprised myself and I ended up just running the entire oh. um, 13 miles. <laughs> so I was really encouraged by that. And I guess the training prepared me more than I really thought it did. Um, so I chose to do the go the distance because um, I figured nice. I could run most of the marathon. So yeah, uh, I did was that. Was it your first May, marathon? Yeah, this was the it first was. Okay. full. Yep. Okay. But yeah, it uh, it was challenging from the start. I mean, you jump right into some really long runs. So, you know, in a matter of weeks, I was spending most of my Saturday mornings running, you know, 10, 14, 20 miles. Um, but yeah, it went great. Um, in the... You know, when I got into the higher mileage, I developed piriformis syndrome. Uh, yeah. Probably a lot of us know what that is. Um, it's that sure. muscle in your butt and it crosses your sciatic nerve. And 
basically it's a pain in the butt. So <laughs> going into um, race day, that was my biggest worry is that when I got up to the, the high mileage that that was going to um, be really painful. So that was, that was my pretty much my only worry, but endurance wise, I was ready to go. I mean, Sweet. the training really, really got me there. So yeah. Good. Good. And so talk about the sequence of events. Like, were you like, where were you as far as the training cycle when you heard that tobacco road was going to be canceled? Yeah. And you know, like, were you like, was it a week before race day? Were you in the taper? Like talk us oh through Oh my that. goodness. <laughs> yeah. So they sent out an email last Wednesday. It was four days before the race. Um, oh, it was geez. supposed to be on Sunday. And like you were saying before, you just got that email saying that they were monitoring the situation. You know, the email we've got, gotten dozens of in our inbox. So I just kind of scanned it. And then the last line says, we're still planning on having the race on Sunday. So I had you know, no other reason to think that I shouldn't keep, you know, I was doing my taper. I had researched um, carb loading. So I had already started doing that. I only had two more short runs to do. And my mind and my body were set. We were racing on Sunday. Um, so Thursday, the next day, I took my twins to the park. You know, I'm just relaxing, kind of just getting into the groove of, um, you know, trying to relax for my race day. And um open up my email again and it says tobacco road and my eyes just fixate on the word cancel oh, and my oh. heart just sank um and then i scroll down to see the words you've automatically been deferred to the race on march 21st 2021 yes and all the thoughts went through my mind at that point. I had been training for months. I have done all my long runs. I've, you know, I've done my taper. I've gotten massages, like <laughs> scheduled and timed thing. Like I'm racing on Sunday. That is what my mind and heart were set on. So, it, you know, all the thoughts were going through my mind, you know, this was all for nothing. And it was, it was a giant pity party. Um, but uh, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. They didn't postpone it for you know three weeks or you know a month or six months. It was a whole year. So sure. um, yeah, um, gosh. When did uh, you did you did you immediately think I could do it myself, or did you're like uh, you just let it roll around for a little bit, or like I, kind of talk us through what you decide how you decided to set up your own marathon? So, yeah. After I cried a lot, sure, um, sure. which is totally understandable. <laughs> there was, there was and, some crying. <laughs> oh, um, yes. I immediately um, tried to get into the Wilmington Marathon, which is not that far from here. It's like three hours. Um, and at that point, their registration was closed. But I, I had called and I sent them a very sad email. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then a few hours later, they also announced that they were canceling their marathon. And then I also looked into the Emerald Isle Marathon, which is scheduled two weeks out from that on the 28th. Um, but of course, they, they also canceled. So at that point, um, I determined I couldn't, I can't keep training indefinitely at this point, just until I get into a marathon, you, you know. I've, sure. I've done the taper, you know, I've already started carb loading at what point, I mean, you can't just do this back and forth with your body and keep training. Like, do I do another long run this weekend instead? What am I, what am I going to do? Um, so of course I, I vented on Facebook. Sure, <laughs> I needed course. to get that out like all of us do. And, um, 
you know, friends reached out and they commented and tried to understand what I was going through, um, you know, telling me how bad they, they felt for me. Um, a lot of people would say things like, oh, but you've, you've accomplished so much already with your training. You should be yes, so proud. Yes. Um, but come on, none of us want to hear that. We're not doing all of this just for some uneventful 20 mile long run to be it well exactly and especially because yeah. it's your first marathon right yeah. because you're like your your 48th or even like sure. your seventh like i get yeah. it because then you know but like you have really prepared yourself yeah. and you are up for a big test right so exactly. i get it i get it <laughs> yeah so but you know i appreciated all of those um comments and everything but um and then um people started to uh suggest what i had already kind of been um thinking myself and they said you should just you need to do, do it by yourself just do your yeah. 26.2 miles you know we'll we'll all cheer you on and you'll feel like you've you know you've done the accomplishment um so that's you know i in that moment just changed my mindset and decided you know my first marathon was not gonna be a big event you know with a bunch of other sure. runners um it's gonna be on my own so yeah well yeah. and so Okay, so that's Thursday, what I would say about probably Thursday afternoon or something. What it yeah, wasn't, like Thursday morning? evening. So Friday, okay. I kind of prepared myself yeah. that I was going to run. So, because yeah. you ended up running on Saturday, right? I didn't. Yeah, that's, so that's right. Okay. So uh, for Sunday, they had been watching the weather like a hawk. They said oh, it was going to oh. be like 90% chance of rain. So if I have a choice, you know, I'm going to take yes. the, the better, better weather. So I chose that. Yeah. Yeah. That's some flexibility. We I like know, that. Right? So, yeah. Okay. So Friday we are in marathon prep mode, not even just like your body, but your route. Um, you recruited some friends, like talk us through kind of what, what details you cared about and, and how you got yourself set up for success. Yeah. So I, when I decided to do it, I posted on Facebook that, um, that I was going to be running this marathon, you know, by myself, um, on Saturday and, um, um, I opened up the invitation if anybody wanted to run it with me, if they wanted to come out and cheer. Um, I did have one friend who she's run 12 marathons. She's, she's amazing. Um, she sure. said, I'll be there. I'm going to run it with you. So I was really grateful wow. for her. She's awesome. Did she go um, the whole distance with you? Um, yes, but we didn't stay together. Our paces were a lot different. So we okay. finished okay. about 45 minutes apart, but just knowing okay. that someone was out there doing the same thing, um, was yeah. really great. Um, and she was so so encouraging. Um, but yeah, I tried to recruit friends um, to run with us and to come out and cheer. But um, the CDC had just put out those recommendations and Social people were distancing. very, very hesitant to, you know, go out really at all. Sure. So yeah, that makes sense. So you, so you mm -hmm. didn't, I, I, so I misunderstood. So you were by yourself the whole time, um, mm. but you, but you met people along the way they yeah. had your like gels and um water and stuff for you and some high fives did you yeah. take high fives or high elbows or what <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a mix um i really yeah. only had a couple of friends come out um one i'm really close to she gave me a big old hug and i'm like oh sure. okay that's fine but i did have some people just kind of do a yeah, yeah. And high five yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, I so I do not like carrying water. I'm I'm one of those. I'm I'm kind of sensory. I don't like <laughs> jiggling water and I've tried belts and vests and all of that. So that was gonna be a big challenge for me because I was counting on those um the water stations. So my husband, when I told him I was doing this, he said, I'll be there, I'll do whatever you need. I was like, Well, I'm gonna need some water. So yes. he planned to meet me um first at mile eight. 
So he and my four kids were there. Um, they brought me water and they had a bag of extra things because this is my first marathon. I didn't know what I needed. So it was a bag of like extra socks and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it was so awesome to see their their smiling faces. and They were so excited. Um, but yeah, they were just a, a huge um, resource to me, bringing, bringing my water. Uh, but from then, they, they met me like every five to six miles. Um, and it really oh, gave me something to look forward to. It yeah. made the race go yeah. by faster. Because um, my husband would call and I would answer, you know, my Bluetooth. And he'd ask me, yeah. you know, you know, what are you coming up on? And, you know, I'd tell him I'd yeah. in a few minutes. So it really, it, it helped the race go by. Yeah. Since this episode debuts on a Tuesday, it's TMI True Confessions time. If I don't wash my workout wear right, it stinks. Thankfully, I found a detergent that eliminates the sporty stank. Wind Sport detergent removes sweat, oils, bacteria, and salts from workout wear, so it feels and smells fresh as new. The key to win is how it lifts out oils. Let me take you through a bit of science. Wicking fabrics, like the ones most of us run in, attract oils. It is cruel irony that the very properties which allow synthetic fabrics to wick moisture away also cause them to attract oils. Adding insult to injury, as bacteria from your skin consumes these oils, they create gases which give synthetics that telltale, um, sweaty smell. Win for the win. The active ingredients in win separate oils from synthetics. These oil-removing ingredients aren't found in most supermarket detergents. By removing the oils, Wynn makes your apparel smell and perform like new. This is because in addition to causing odor, these oils impede performance. By removing them, Wynn makes your apparel wick better and last longer. And it works on any stinky stuff in your laundry. I now wash all our towels, so many towels, in Wynn. Get this, a 1.5 ounce sample of Wynn is included in every order from our Mother Runner store and Train Like a Mother Club swag packages. And you can save 20% off any Win products on Amazon using code AMRGOWIN. That's all one word. Limit one redemption per customer. Again, that code on Amazon is AMRGOWIN. A-M-R-G-O-W-I-N. Well, and so you planned your route, obviously, on Friday. Yeah. So what did you take into consideration? Like, did you run on like the paths you've done all your long runs on? Did you do part of the marathon route? Like, I think people would want to know, like, is it, would it be better to mix it up or stay yeah. on familiar roads? So I'm really lucky. Um, the Tobacco Road Marathon is on the American Tobacco Trail, which is a 22-mile greenway. Um, oh, okay. So I did kind of a modified version of it. They they start and uh, end in a big park that's kind of off of the Tobacco Road. So I cut that part out because I didn't need the big, you know, parking lot and all of that because it was a big event. So I just started, um, you know, at mile eight and ran down to 22 and it I just it was a 13 mile out and back so oh, okay. uh, it was super easy um, I didn't need you know traffic control or anything because it was just on the sure. on the greenway yeah but I, so I just did an out and back wow yeah just did an out and back <laughs> yeah that's that was... is, I mean I hope that you give yourself credit that, that that's very <laughs> impressive for your first marathon like because really? that's hard to do even um on a real course right like yeah. on a race course you know mm -hmm. because you're 
you're, you're covering the exact same ground, right? There's yes. nothing like, oh, I'm going to get to that left turn and then I'll see something else, right? <laughs> like you're just yeah. going straight, right? I agree. And um, yeah, I live a mile from the tobacco trail. So I, that's pretty much what I've been running the entire time. It's very flat. So I never trained hills because I knew I didn't need to. Um, sure. So, but I did, I sent people um, the access points along the way and I, I, gave them the time that I might be passing through there based on my face. So I emailed that out so people could know which access point and when to stop at. So I think that was really nice. Yeah. And you had a good call with your sister-in-law at mile 13. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she's a runner also. Um, she's done a couple marathons. So I think she knew around that two hour mark that I'd be about halfway, halfway there. And I think, you know, we can think of that mile 13, one of two ways, either I'm, I'm already halfway there or I'm only halfway there. So yeah. she called, she called right before I got to that point. Um, so I really didn't have time to think about that either way. Um, and she just, you know, called and asked me how I was doing, um, gave me some encouraging points. And, and then we just talked about, you know, our kids and what we were going to do for this spring break slash quarantine. And, you know, just, sure. she yeah, just yeah, talked yeah. me through. And before I knew it, I was on to mile 14 and you know I was really grateful for that yeah yeah I mean that's one of the best things about races especially long races is Mm -hmm. that you can you know you have fellow people to talk with and that passes some time you know Mm -hmm. if you're a chatty person right so I'm glad you had you know a co-participant there um so so what were the hardest parts for you like were were there certain miles that stick out where you're like dude why why (laughs) why am I out here or like kind of talk to because obviously whether they're whether people are doing a marathon or a half or a 10k or a 5k by yourself at -hmm. some point you're gonna kind of be like why why what's the point right so talk us through (laughs) those points for you and kind of how you got over them yeah so it was a gorgeous day the weather was awesome so it brought out tons of people walking the trail and doing their own runs and and whatnot so for the most part, there was, there were people out there, but there were some stretches where it was just me. Yeah. And, um, I was kind of like, man, this is not what I envisioned. <laughs> what are we doing Sure, here? sure. So if that, you know, if it, I think there was a stretch where it was, uh, you know, it was around mile 20 or something and it was getting pretty hard. Um, the last time I saw my family, um, at one of the access points was mile 21. So between 21 and 26 was, that was pretty long. Um, my, sure. you know, my pure form was, was really starting to, to bother me at that point, but it never really got as bad as it had been in my training runs. Um, and I had asked my friends and family to be praying for that. So I think that, you know, they really were, yeah. and I was really grateful for that. Um, but I would say mile 23, seemed sure. like an eternity. <laughs> I, kept, <laughs> I kept looking down at my watch and I was like, I am pretty sure my watch is broken. <laughs> and we've got to I be, we got to be almost there. Um, but once I got through that, you know, 24 and 25, I don't really even remember. Um, and then all of a sudden I was, I was there and my family you was waiting done. and I was done. So it was, Congratulations. It was did they make a finish line? Did they make a finish yeah, line for you? Yes. I had the tiniest piece of chalk and we drew we threw out the finish line. Um, so I knew where that would be. Um, but it was, you know, it was a, not an epic finish, like a, like a traditional marathon. Um, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if more friends would come out and I would have this group of cheering. Of sure. people. 
people. Um, but it was just them, you know, they, that's okay. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was very sweet. Um, they brought me a balloon and some flowers and that 26.2 magnet. Which is, I saw, oh, and the picture know, was great. Yes, that is better than a, a medal any day. So I, was, I agree. Awesome. I agree. Yeah. You, have you put it on your car already? Oh yeah, right away. Oh yeah, right away. <laughs> like driving home, it was so oh, slapped yeah, on before you even yeah, yeah before you showered. Um, well, and it was just so cute because the picture that you um, that kind of circulated, like I referred to at the beginning of the podcast, you can see one of your twins behind you, yes. just his legs or her legs. I'm not sure. It was but, my little um, boy. Yeah. It was your little boy. And it was yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's totally like the mother runner. Like, hi, I just finished a marathon and I'm right behind, I'm right on you, mom. I'm right. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, attention yes. again. he wanted to so. cling to mommy, but he does also not want to take his picture. So Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, so did you make a specific playlist um, for this or what, like, how did you, did you do any, or did you have silence or podcasts or what did you, yeah. listen, what'd you do? Yes. I always have music, but I also don't like to listen. I don't like to know what to expect. So I don't like to make playlists, if that makes okay. sense. I like it to sure. be kind of a surprise. So I always just do my iTunes radio. Um, okay. So I just selected like some feel good inspirational music. So that's, that's usually what I do, but I always have my headphones. Yeah. Good. I, Good. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. And what about um, the end? So you celebrated, you got your magnet and your balloon and your flowers and some good pictures. And did you like, I, I imagine you probably didn't go out to dinner given the, the situation right. that we're in right now, yeah. but did you, did you treat yourself to some uh, congr congratulatory meal? Um, yeah, I think we did tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I love tacos. Oh gosh, when you're running for four hours straight, you know, your stomach is just, you know, constantly jiggling. So it took me a little while to figure out what I wanted. But um, yeah, we did tacos. It was fun. And and by we did tacos, did that mean that you made them or did your did someone else make them for you? Oh, I, I made them. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Mother runner to the core. Mother That's runner to the right. core. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Megan, do you have any advice for people that are kind of thinking about maybe just venturing out on their own and, and taking the bull by the horns and, and completing their training with their own race, their own distance that they have been training for? Yeah, I think at this point, um, you know, if, if you're registered for a marathon in the next couple months, this is probably you know, it's going to be your situation. You're going to have more time to think yeah. about it than I did. You know, I had three or four days. Um, but, uh, you know, the training, you're going to be ready regardless, you know, if, if you're doing this by yourself or I was really counting on the adrenaline. Like I, I, I thought that that's what pushed me in my half marathon because I wasn't planning on running that whole thing. So I was really banking on that this time um, to get that energy and that adrenaline from the crowd. But, you know, I, I seem to draw a different energy this time. And I think that was just determination. You know, you can yeah. also use that. And I think that really carried me for most of the race and then just, you know, a support system in place, yeah. you know, having, having some friends, you know, along the way to look forward to or, or having people call you and just, you know, talk you through stuff. I think that those things really helped. Um, I mentioned in my post that it really helps to envision your race day um, when you're training and, you know, envision crossing that finish line. And, and this was nothing like I had envisioned and, and that's okay. You know, um, I think in some ways it was better. Um, would I choose to do it this way again? Um, I, I don't know if I would choose to do it, but um, I know that I can, 
And that's, you know, that's really encouraging. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, so you may not run your marathon on your own by yourself again, but when yeah. you run another marathon, did you enjoy the training cycle enough and the distance? Did you like that? You know, I had only planned on doing this once, <laughs> but they already automatically deferred us to next year. Oh, so. Famous last words. Yeah. Well, you got to take yeah. that entry, right? I mean. Yeah. And now I actually, you know, I have a time to, yes. um, to try and beat. So I, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and I do really want that race experience. You know, I, you know, I want that epic finisher pick and, and the medal and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. But, um, you know, if, if we don't know how long this thing is going to last when exactly. we are able to do those races again. So I am going to, you know, continue to run and I'll probably, you know, set myself some goals and maybe do some virtual races too, you know, because yeah. I, I like doing half marathons too. So there's a lot of those options out there. So. Yeah. Nice. Well, Megan, you just gave me the perfect segue. So um, <laughs> and we did not set that up, but we're oh, actually okay. hosting a virtual race series um, awesome. that was just released or will be released actually on March 30th. Um, we're going to have, it's a series of four races. It'll be a 5k in April, a 10k in May, a 10 mile or half marathon in June, and then a four miler on the 4th of July. <laughs> so, because we're not sure how long it's gonna last and we wanna kind of keep people moving and we know you love reaching goals and working together and teamwork. And so um, all the details will be out on March 30th, but we just wanted to kind of put a bug in your ear so that, um, and it's gonna be called Love the Run You're With. So a little bit of idea oh, of, cute. you know, whatever run you're doing, you're, it's, gonna, it's the one that's right for you at that exact moment, so. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I'll definitely sign up for those. Well, good, good. And I wasn't, no pressure on you, sister. I just, you know, like that, I had to, I had to get it in there. Yeah. Um, but, but I know that I speak on behalf of everybody, um, congratulating you. And, um, I mean, it should be said that you ran a 440 because people are going to want to know. Oh yeah. Um, so, and that is a very solid time, especially for your first marathon by yourself. So we yeah. look forward to um, hearing how your next tobacco road goes um, and wish you the best as, you, as we keep all moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having me. I hope that this, um, this experience um, is encouraging to others facing the same thing. So, and I just wish everybody luck, you know, hang in there, keep your, keep your goals and you can do it regardless. You know, if you've got a big crowd, a real race or if it's just you. You can do it. You can. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Megan. Take care. Thank you.